Hello and welcome to the another episode of Pokemon Minute. A podcast where we talk about everything Pokemon related, Pokemon news, Pokemon Sun and Moon, Pokemon Rundown, and we also do a Pokemon Closer. This week it is I, Ray, with Ami and Emma. And we'll start this off by going right to the news. This week there is a lot of news, so get ready for it. Yep. Okay, and the news. So one piece of big news we have this week for all of our listeners, and hopefully we get some more listeners this week, because right now at GameStop, they're giving away free codes for Midnight Form of Lycanroc. And thanks to the kind folks at GameStop, they hooked me up with 12 extra codes. So if you are a listener to this podcast... Email us telling me you want a code, and I will send you a code for a Lycanroc in-game Pokemon Sun and Moon. They're pretty awesome looking, aren't they, Ami? Yeah, I didn't try mine yet, but I think if I get to play games later, I think I will. Yeah, he looks really, really cool. So, besides for that news that's going on, what else is going on, Ami? There's more GX Pokemon that's um, coming, like Tapu Kokiko and... Um, the evolution of what was it? The oh yeah, Alolan Ninetales. I mean, Ninetales and all those like stuff and Sylveon DX. Oh, but that is in the Guardians Rising, and actually today is a Pokemon card game week. So we're gonna talk a little bit about the card game in a little bit. But that's not the big news. Actually, the card game does have a little bit of news. If you go to the website, the Pokemon website, and go to the card game, they've reprinted the rules. Um, so if there's any questions about how the new burn damage works, how um, poison works, and some of the special GX moves that do like 10 poison counters, it's all described in the new rule set that you can actually download off of the Pokemon website for the Pokemon trading card game. Um, but one of the other big things that's going on right now is the adventure event in Pokemon Go. Um, not only are there huge amounts of rock types around, you also get more items when you visit Pokestops, and the uh, the uh, distances for your candies have dramatically decreased. So not like one mile? Um, in one mile you get four candies, not in one mile you just get one. It's, yeah, like that. Yeah, so the breakdown is, I think, um, one kilometer uh, candies are now a quarter of a kilometer. The threes are 1.25, and I think the five kilometer candies are probably about a one and a half to two kilometers. So really awesome for those that are trying to level up their Pokemon and get that next evolution in. Yeah, because my dad got a Gyarados, the shiny Gyarados. Yes, I hiked uh, pretty far this morning just to get all those extra candies so I could finally evolve my shiny Magikarp into a Gyarados. Uh, and now I'm working on my Blissey to try to put her in a gym because Blisseys are way OP. What's my... Why, why, what did you say? OP means overpowered. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel when I see a gym filled with Blisseys. But with that, that is it for the news. Again, um, if you want one of these 12 codes that I have, email us at thepokeminute at gmail.com. The link will be in the description of the podcast. But with that, 
it is time for the Sun and Moon Rundown. Hey, and welcome back to the Sun and Moon Rundown. All right, this week's episode ties into that lichen rock, actually. I don't know if it's a cross-promotion or if it just happens to be this episode this week. It has to do with the midnight form of lichen rock, but it is called Come Forth, Lichen Rock's Crimson Sight. And it is episode number 25, 26? 26, I think. Ami's telling me 26. So... Ami, what happened in this episode? Wait, I'm eating. Okay, so basically I'll give a rundown of what it says on the wiki page. Um, basically, a trainer named Gladio, who's dressed in black, and he's got a powerful-looking lichen rock, and Team uh, Skull tries to jump him in an alley, and he Z-moves. No, he doesn't Z-move him, but he does have a Z-bracelet on, which is... Oh, he did Z-move them while they were in the alley. That's right. And they um, ran away. So, uh, of course, after uh, Ash sees him in battle, of course he wants to battle him. And it happened to find out that Lily is his sister, right? Yep. And he always runs away from her. Yeah, which is kind of... There's probably more of a backstory, and they're probably going to get more into that later. But, um, so Gladio did, or, uh, Gladio seemed, um, a little cold towards her and refuses to challenge, uh, Ash at first. But then when he finds out that Ash has a Z ring or a Z bracelet that he got from the, uh, Capicokiko, then he actually decides to battle him. And he battled the Capicokiko, and that made him want to battle him. Okay. And then, of course, Team Rocket shows up, and for once, Team Rocket does blast off again, which is a pretty amazing. Oh, then, while they're in the middle of the air, what happens? The bear jumped up really high and really fast and got him. Yeah, the beware is amazing. Like, he is really powerful. Um, but that's basically what happened in this episode. There's going to be a lot more to come when it comes to... Um, I think the relationship between Lily and her brother, because this is the first time he's appeared in the show, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ami was saying in the game, because I, I personally have not played Sun and Moon, but Ami has. He's a bad guy in the game, isn't he? Mm, kind of. He's not a friend, but he's not a bad guy. Ah, uh, so it's not like he's a Team Rocket kind of individual. Mm. First he was. First. Then he got to know me and know me and know me. And he's like, he's kind of my friend, but not really. He doesn't show up that much in the game, too. <laughs> okay. So next week's episode is called A Fierce Pokey Baseball Match. Go for the tide-turning home run. And it looks really fun. Like, everyone's playing baseball. All the Pokemon have, like, special super move pitches. Reminds me a lot of, like, the... um super beach volleyball on, or the, the the super dodgeball on the Nintendo back in the day where you throw your um, the, yeah you throw the dodgeball at somebody and it spins around and catches fire and hits the other person and but that's how they're playing baseball right um they use their G moves to throw the ball yeah and that's really powerful they're like ah 
go. So on a scale of uh, one to five Pikachus, how many do you give this one for the episode? Three. You give it a three, huh? See, I thought this one was a little bit more fun because I do like the kind of they're adding or uh, introducing characters that are in the game but in a different light. I mean, five. <laughs> no, you thought it was a three. That's fine. Think about it, it, it was really fun. I like that I got to see a really, really strong, um, what was it? I can walk with a D-move. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And we got to see Iwanko, who's really cute. <coughs> but with that, that is the end of this week's Pokemon Rundown, or Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon Rundown. I almost messed up the name of our own segment. Uh, on next to the Pokemon Roundtable. Hey, welcome back to the um, to Pokemon Roundtable. And to, um, this time we're talking about the Pokemon card game, not like discussions. And what else? Well, that's about it. So this week is specifically for the trading card game. And as I was preparing this week for the trading card game, a lot of new cards came out with the um, uh, the Rising or Guardians Rising expansion, and along with Sun and Moon, and it's really kind of made me think, Ami, about what goes into a good deck. Like building your own deck, what really makes it a good deck? Now, Ami, when you build a deck, what do you think it should do? Maybe it should be. Sometimes I want it to be very strong. Sometimes I want it to be like, um, um, a great um combination maybe. And sometimes I want it to be like strong against strong. Mm. So you kind of hit upon what each deck needs to sort of do, um, to win. The card game, you can win one of three ways. What are those three ways? Getting really strong Pokemon? Well, getting really strong Pokemon does one of two things. It either allows you to get all of your prize cards, which is one way to win, or it knocks out everything on their bench before they can bring out more stuff. So if they have no Pokemon left that they can play, that's another way to win. What's the third way you can win? Mm, no, I I know another way to um do it for the la- uh, second one. You you do use the legend deck, and there's like that guy that was holding a coconut, and it does damage to all the Pokemon um Pokemon in the um po- um the pe- um the people's bench. Yes. So, the three ways to win a Pokemon match. One. Get all your prize cards before your opponent gets all their prize cards. The second way is to knock out all of their Pokemon before they can put out any more Pokemon. And the third way is, in the terms of Magic the Gathering, it's a mill deck. That means get them to not be able to draw any more cards. That means get them through all of their 60 cards, and then you win because they can't draw any more cards. So those are the three types of decks, really, that people build in Pokemon trading card game. But with that, there is a lot more synergies that go into it. Um, so, when you're building a deck, the um, Pokemon Trading Card Game website has some really good, useful 
pointers and a lot of really neat examples about uh, current decks and how they're built. And one of the big things that people kind of, and myself included, have to remember that you don't need to balance it as much as you think you do, right? I was kind of under the conception that you had to put like about 20 energy, about 20 trainer cards, and about 20 Pokemon in your deck. But a lot of the examples they gave on the website, two of them had less than uh, one in five ratio when it comes to energy. One of the decks actually only had four double colorless energy in it. Wow. Yeah, and it was a tournament winning deck because the other cards in it are so great. So one of the first things you need to figure out what you want to do with your deck is how you are going to build that deck to win, right? So you need to build your deck with that theme in mind. You either want to get big Pokemon to knock out their guys to get your prize cards, either get good support guys to control them so they can't put out any more Pokemon and you can whittle them away before they can put more out, or um, like with uh, Houndoom EX and some of those other uh, guys with abilities like Mountain Muncher and whatnot to mill through their cards to make them discard as much as they can so they can't play any more cards and you win. Um, so once you figure out what type of theme you want to make, then you need to start figuring out what trainers you want to put in your deck, even a little bit before you kind of figure out what Pokemon you want to put in your deck because the trainer cards are really the backbone of any Pokemon deck, right? Mm, yeah. Like, um, Lily, she's great. She, let's, if you didn't know, I think everybody knows, though. And, um, well, Lily is in the new set, so go ahead and describe what Lily does. If you draw her first turn, you get, um, up to eight cards. If you draw her second or third or fourth or whatever, um, you just get up to six Pokemon. I mean, six cards. Yeah, and that's actually pretty good. Um, especially if you're trying to uh, use the cards in your hand as quick as you can to get more cards. Now, with Lily, she is a supporter, so you can only play one per turn. Ah. Uh. Mm. That, that's what I don't like about... Um, what was it? Trainers? I think it's like in Pokemon, only one trainer can come at its time. But XYZ goes over that, but yeah. Kind of. Kind of. So yeah, it's a pretty good idea to make sure that your trainer cards are synergized pretty well. You want to have items, you want to have supporters, you want to have stadiums, and you want to have Pokemon or other item cards that allow you to get those things out when you need them. So um, some of the examples that they give on the website are um, like, um, let me find them. Jirachi EX is really good. Jirachi EX, when you put them into play from your hand, you can search through your deck for a supporter card, reveal it, and put it into your hand and then shuffle your deck, right? Some of the other guys that really work well for those kind of things um, are people like um, verse seeker or, or items like the verse seeker, which allows you to take a supporter that's in your discard and put it back into your hand. Um, I think one of them is called. Um, oh, it's in the new set. It's uh, it looks like um, 
Clement's uh, arm that comes out of his back, and it lets you take items out of your discard pile. Yes, and it lets you take items out of your discard pile and put them back in your hands. Um, but then there's other things like Battle Compressor and various uh, other kind of cards that allow you to take cards out of your deck. Uh, so that way when you're drawing cards, you're drawing what you need and you're not getting rid of the... Uh, you kind of get rid of the junk that you don't need. So um, the bread and butter of any deck are the trainer cards and they should really synergize well with the Pokemon you have. But you don't want to forget the Pokemon in your deck and how they synergize with the other cards in your hand, right? Yeah. So using guys like, say, Lapras, that allows you for one energy to search through your deck for any item cards, works really well to no. get those items out. Not Lapras, it's call for help. Uh, it's call for help. That's right, Lapras does call for help. It's a water type, I know my water types. <laughs> I'm sorry for doubting you, Ami. Um, or, you know, individuals to help... Um, prevents your opponent from winning in one of those conditions, like Mr. Mime that says prevent all damage to your benched Pokemon. So individuals like the Pokemon Ami mentioned earlier that does damage to benched Pokemon would kind of shut that down. Um, yeah, so unlike other trading card games, there's really only specifically three archetypes of decks, but how you build that deck based on what your objective is is kind of difficult and important and i think if you try your best and like work for three days making your um your card deck i think you can make all three maybe yeah but you need to have a lot of cards to do that kind of stuff which is why in the online game i have a tendency to play the theme decks because the theme decks are not the greatest but they're balanced and everyone can play with a theme deck and if you really get to know your theme decks well you can kind of understand some of those interesting mechanics that work well, like with the lightning theme deck online, it shows you how stacking your bench can really help you do more damage with uh, individuals like Raichu, where however many Pokemon you have on your bench, he does extra damage. Um, the Hoopa deck, it shows you that supporters can really do cool stuff, like you can put a bait Pokemon on your as your active, wait until he's almost knocked out, switch him to Hoopa, and then just wipe out their entire line. Yeah. Okay. That's how he wins all the time with his Hoopa deck. Yeah. So, I hope those kind of things help. I know I didn't really think of it. I kind of had that magic mindset, like I want to build a mill deck, but that's kind of different in Pokemon. Yeah. And now with the new GXs, there's a lot of really powerful GX moves. You look at uh, Tape Lulele, Tape... Tape Lili. Tape Lili. And she can heal all of the damage to all of your benched Pokemon in one shot. Um, there's another one, uh, the Sylveon in the new um, Guardians Rising expansion. Her GX move, you can choose two of your opponent's bench Pokemon and return them to their hand. So you pair that with like an escape rope and you take one of their strong Pokemon that they spent three, four turns building up and evol uh, evolving to level four and then you just return it all to his hand in one shot. So um, yeah, the control decks are really fun to play and they're really kind of hard to get. And don't forget Pomema um, GX. Uh, it, his C move 
there's a lot, you remember? Pumimo? Oh, she does heal absolutely everybody, too. That's nice, also. So, um, well, hopefully, this kind of quick discussion of the card game and deck building sort of helps you get inspired to build your own deck. Um, look us up online. Uh, I, I play pretty regularly. Um, my username is B-R-A-K-X. So if you are listening and you play the Pokemon trading card game online, add me as a friend. We'll go ahead and have a battle, and maybe we can work out some trades with each other. But with that, that is the end of this week's roundtable discussion, and we are on to the Poke Closer. Oh, what? That was a long one. Hey, and welcome to the Pokey Closer, the last segment of our show where we talk about one random Pokemon of the week from Serbinet. And this week's this week's Pokemon is Staraptor. Staraptor, the predator Pokemon. When Starvia evolves into Staraptor, they leave the flock to live alone. The muscles in its wings and legs are strong. It can easily fly while gripping a small Pokemon. Why would it grip a small Pokemon? Poo-poo. Why would this why would this big bird hold on to a little Pokemon? I don't know. Poo poo? What do you think? It's pudding. Oh, Poo Poo is in the shower today, huh? What about uh, who's who's with us? Is it pudding? Yeah. Pudding pudding. Pudding pudding You think you'd eat it for food? Pudding 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 Oh man. He sounds like a pretty tough Pokemon. Um who else is with us? Sylveon? What was that? What did he say, Emma? She said that she wants 500 million babies. For Star Raptor to eat? No. Okay. Who else is with us? <laughs> Who is that? Sylveon? Oh, Vaporeon. Vaporeon, what are you doing here today? Do you have anything to say about Staraptor? He looks scary? Oh, man. Yeah, well, luckily, being a water-type Pokemon, you can hide in the water. A flying-type can't dive into the water to get you. Oh, yeah, and don't forget Vaporeon can't find into the water. It's camouflage. All right, well... Pudding, what do you you have anything last to say? Pudding, pudding, pudding! She seems pretty upset, Emma. What's wrong? She's not upset. She says she's having another baby. Oh, no. Just what we need. More Iggly Buffs running around this house. Well, with that, thanks for listening to the show. Again, email us if you want a code for the midnight form of lichen rock if you listen to the podcast and you think a friend would listen to it send us the, send them the link and maybe they would enjoy it just as much as you do um pudding we're gonna call it a night all right vaporian anything last to say day 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 day